0: Things history books don't tell you. As usual, we have Annalise B., Alexis D., and myself, Alyssa M., speaking to you.
1: There are a lot of things in all my years of school that I haven't heard of and I felt like I wanted to
0: learn more about,
1: especially information on different cultures.
0: Yeah, I feel like we've covered the same history over and over all these years and we haven't gone into detail about other cultures and such. Plus, the books only really touch the surface.
2: I agree. It should get more spotlight because without these parts of history, we would be nowhere near where we are today. Speaking of these things, today's topic is going to be all about South Africa and imperialism.
1: So before we get into all the details of South Africa, we need to talk about what happened before imperialism started and how South African lives were before the Europeans got involved. I think it's good to start from here so that we can have some background about what happened in South Africa before imperialism and think about how this may have affected them overall. So before the Europeans arrived, South Africans were in tribes. These tribes sited themselves near water and good soils, so that their iron hose that they used would work well dealing with the soil they farmed on. They also lived in semi-permanent homesteads composed of pole and daga, which these were basically ha- houses and grain bins arranged around like and fires. Also during this time. Discoveries of gold and diamonds in South Africa exceeded those in any other part of the world, and these materials were one of the many things Europeans were interested in. The terrain of South Africa was not very good for intensive agriculture. African workers were subjected to a bewildering array of discriminatory laws and practices, all enforced in order to keep workers cheap and pliable. Wives and children during this time of these migrant laborers had to survive in a large part of the limited payments set back by their absent menfolk. And African people were first established in the course of South Africa's Industrial Revolution.
2: The South Africans were very progressed and advanced. They seemed like they knew what they were doing just fine on their own. To continue on, once the Europeans found out about South Africa and what resources it had, they sent explorers to find these raw materials. The Europeans knew that they could trade with the South Africans, but instead of trading, they decided to just take it. So they sent soldiers and officers to take over the land and make the South Africans conform to their laws. Now, not all Europeans were directly part of the takeover of South Africa, but the Germans, the French, and the British were. These three countries were competing for South Africa's land and resources. South Africans ended up having to change their religion and they began getting oppressed. The Europeans were forcing them to work their lands and give the resources from their work. This really affected the future of South Africa and other nations worldwide. These events could categorize a genocide because of all of the killing and violence that were let out into the South Africans. It was also part of lead up to World War I. But before we get into anything else, let's take a quick listen to our new sponsor. Have
1: you been missing all your favorite Disney movies during quarantine? With Disney Plus, you no longer have to rent each movie for a high price. Disney Plus is a television network used by over 86 million members, me included. Subscribe to Disney Plus to gain access to all your favorite Disney shows and movies. Use our code, Hidden, to get your first two months free. Make sure to tell your friends and family so you can enjoy the magic of Disney together. Now, let's take it back to the history of South Africa.
0: After all the changes that the Europeans made, they didn't stay too much longer in Africa. Most of the Europeans didn't even come to South Africa, afraid of getting sick, and that the people of this land were dangerous and vicious. However, some of the Europeans stayed to monitor and directly govern the South African areas and tribes. Just as the Europeans came to South Africa from boat, they also left by boat. Once the Europeans left South Africa, had gotten divided up and given to different countries and groups. These divisions all happened because of the wars that occurred. It was difficult for the natives to take back power after all the abrupt changes that the Europeans made without the input of the communities who lived there. So, still, even after leaving, the Europeans held power until 1961. They lost power in South Africa because of the referendum in 1960. This legitimized South Africa becoming a country after 75 years of European rule. In other words, the monarch-run South Africa turned into a republic. This end was pretty violent with all the wars and separation that happened across South Africa. They held power for a really long time,
1: even after taking most of the natural materials.
0: It was truly unjust, but I'm glad that they found a way out of that power dynamic.
2: The power dynamic was gone in present-day South Africa, but they still hold on to some of the European styles. Religion is something that they have kept around, Christianity is something that they forced, and it kinda just stuck. The newer generations have grown up with this. Some know about the events that happened before them, but they have only known the after effects of the European colonization. Now colonial, colonialism had its downside and more positive outcomes. For starters, there were loads of racial discrimination, slavery and stealing. The Europeans capitalized on South African people, land and resources, building their wealth off the backs of the South Africans. But there were some positive developments that came out of this, Like the advancement in agriculture and farming techniques. Mining industries sprouted up because of the rich materials in the South African lands. And finally, the South Africans educated the Europeans on many styles of cleaning, cooking, and farming. But as you can see, the South Africans gave kindness and information to the Europeans, and it really does seem to be that the Europeans repaid by taking advantage of them.
0: That's it for this week. Thanks listeners for tuning in to our Tuesday episode. We hope you enjoyed the topic. Comment down below some ideas you'd like for us to talk about. Like and share with your friends and family. Oh, and don't forget to use our code POODLE on Disney Plus for two months of a free subscription. Thank you again for listening and make sure to look out for our next episode release.